Okay, so I actually feel really good as I totally open my consciousness and allow myself to completely connect with this weird spirit. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I think the um, it sort of starts forming in reverse because it, it does want to go with you. Mm -hmm. um, it, so it kind of starts crumbling down again uh, and the the skull kind of pops loose and uh falls into your hands okay. the top of the skull anyway <laughs> all right i i immediately scoop it up and this is staying with me this is now my friend and people will have to kill me to take this from me <laughs> okay <laughs> batra kind of pokes her head out again she's like oh i don't know what you did but it looks like it worked uh i think it's allergic to beef jerky or uh, muffalo uh, jerky. <laughs> uh, same here. <laughs> ah, I should have told you that. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, we should patent this stuff. Seems like it has a real uh, protective nature to it. Good for the gut, good for the spirit. I mean, bad for the spirit? Okay. <laughs> My moose buffalo? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Quell says with not a particularly <laughs> convincing look on her face. <laughs> Have you ever tried armadillo bear milk? <laughs> I have not, but I think there will be plenty of time for that when we are back safely on our ship and far away from the blockade, which we are safe but are quickly approaching. <laughs> All right, so Betro walks up towards the column. She has a, a shotgun, her shotgun in one hand. And a pouch in the other. Um, <laughs> and she says, all right, get it loose and we'll go our separate ways. Uh-uh. Now, wait just a darn second. What? We are the ones who made it available to be taken. <laughs> how how seem, are we going to split this? <laughs> I seem to remember you saying we would take a cut of it. Exactly. And she shakes the pouch. She says, uh... Uh, I'll split it 50-50 with you. The buyer paid up front, or paid half up front. It's all yours. Just give me the canister. Tell me one thing, Batra, before we scramble up there and snatch that thing for you. Who's hiring you for this job? <laughs> she smiles at you and says, Now, dear, professionals don't discuss such matters. Oh, Batra, then I go way back. And I'm not a professional. <laughs> <laughs> well that is true you know we had to unlock precursor technology in order to gain access to our side of the entranceway how did Betro get in here are you asking her that yeah I am uh, she says well I guess there's no point in, or there's no harm in telling you now we blasted our way in you piece of <laughs> That's, it's a mountain. Start shooting up the, you know, old sides of it enough, you'll blast open a cavern here or there. Actually, you know, there's going to come a day when you realize not everything can be solved by the dangerous end of a gun. <laughs> I hope that day does not come for a long, long time. I mean, I I disagree with that notion. <laughs> oh, my <Well>. God. <laughs> 
I uh, I kind of think you can solve anything with a gun or some fists. <laughs> well, we can debate, you know, the philosophy of life and approaching it from various points of view, whether that be a gun, a fist, or a cane. But uh, <laughs> I think we ought to do that when we are well away from the blockade. We are we are moving toward it as we speak. <laughs> I mean, could we solve this blockade with a gun or some fists or my cane? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't hurt. Well, it might hurt well, a lot, but it might help. It really depends. Uh, yeah, at this point, like, Quell is, like, edging toward the door. Um, and... Uh, is there anything in here other than the timber and the canister? It looks like it might be worth something, because I feel like we kind of have to bring something back to the Junker Skill. Um, I mean, the room is, well, the room is pretty empty, but the lift core from the old uh, ship is still uh, floating off the ground a little bit. It doesn't have a ton of power, but yeah, it's like it's it might actually be the original Skyship lift core. Mm, scoop to you and i can just say that uh, there was something in here that wait did, you said only the viewers got the sense that this was a, was it solomon purple's ship i mean tell me tell me why any of you know what solomon purple looks like or even if you know what their ship's name is but their ship name is our skies within reach you probably could have seen it on the timbers if any of you would know that then i feel like myriad myriad would know that because Myriad <laughs> knows everything about the purples. All right, so, then yeah. Yeah. So if if there's still anything on the timbers that indicates the ship name, Myriad, who Quell is definitely certain is the illegitimate offspring of the purples and the next hero of the galaxy, would totally mm-hmm. know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, as you're sort of searching around... Um, for something to bring back, then like Myriad probably would have noticed the uh, uh, what do they call it on ships where they just have the name on the side, the port something masthead, the masthead. I think that's it. We'll call it the masthead. The masthead uh, works great. It, it, it's uh, still in surprisingly good shape. It looks like something wrecked it, but then the ruins were pretty well preserved. And yeah, it, it's it is Solomon Purple ship. Excellent. Grab that. Well, if you're planning to make a getaway, I'm confident about my ability to open up a door. And I'm also confident in Batra's inability to open up that door. Well, so... I say we do the split on the canister with Theatra. She doesn't seem interested in this old lift core. And she doesn't know that this is Solomon Purple's ship, which is only going to add to the, the uh, price of this. We split the canister, let her take it. Say it's hers, give us the, you know, half the payment. We grab this lift core and uh, that chunk of masthead that says the name, and we book it um, ASAP. I want that chunk of masthead from for my room. I want to hang it above <laughs> my bed. Well, I think that's fine. We can show them the masthead to prove <laughs> that this is what it says it is, and then keep it as part of our payment. Point of order, you don't have a room. You'll have to get the crew. But if you take the crew upgrades, uh, if you take the crew quarters upgrade with your with your level up, you can right. totally have a room. But we do have bunks, right? You said we had bunks because yep. Batra was I mean, looking yeah, yeah. for me in my bunk. 
We have like hammocks strung up between the rafters and the nice. and the yeah, cargo that's, bay. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you can hang it over your hammock. <laughs> that's what I'll do. Perfect. Far be it for Quell to get between a person and their family history. <laughs> I just really like the purples. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you feel a real kinship with them, a real closeness. And hey, you've got that skull there, which probably belonged to Solomon Purple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping this skull with me. This skull is mine. Uh, and I will explain once we get out of here why it is coming with me. Y'all can just think I'm weird until then. <laughs> Alas, poor York. <laughs> Myriad doesn't ask questions. <laughs> I leave the piece of jerky on the ground. Like a, like a remade, like flowers at a grave site. <laughs> like, Please don't waste the, the my jerky. jerky. can stay there. <laughs> Unless we're going back okay. to Arbalon to get some more moose buffalo. That's good jerky. Are you just going to leave it on the ground? <laughs> I'll, I'll eat that if you're not going to eat that. <laughs> I mean, I'm leaving it in honor of the spirit. Uh, I mean, in honor of what went down here today. But, uh, you know, you can take it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave it. We can talk about other things later. <laughs> Quell gives a fast nod, pats the skull. Uh, says, all right then, <laughs> lift core, masthead, payment for Batra, let's go. Batra, like, kind of looks from Mew to the pillar again, and she says, I'm not paying you anything until you give me the canister. Oh, Batra, are you yeah. telling me you can't climb? Oh, I can climb, but uh, that one, and she points a Gadget, she looks like she knows <laughs> how to get it out. <laughs> go, go, Gadget. Go, go, Gadget boots. Go, go, Gadget. <laughs> you want job done right. Got to do it yourself. Um, well, it sounds like the majority of the danger has passed. So it's literally just climbing up the pillar and grabbing the canister. Is that correct? Yep. Again, the primary danger here is how much time it takes you. I still have one left in my load. Let's go use my spy gear. I imagine <laughs> I might have like ropes or grappling hooks oh. or something to help me climb this thing. Yeah. Or you could arrange some wreckage, you know. You can you can get up to it. The trick is getting it out. Do, do you wanna? I could put you on my shoulders. And... Oh, that's cuter. Let's do that. Oh my god, you are <laughs> drunk though. How stable is that gonna be? Uh, I'll wobble over. <laughs> In real life, some of my best ideas were drunk. So I'll, let's do this. This is a great idea. All right. So got a little uh, piggyback, a little shoulder hoist by Augustine. And oh, gosh, this is prowess to pry it out, isn't it? No, it's an action roll of some kind. Uh, I I mentioned rig before as a potential rig, way because it rig. is like a piece. Rig. It is a mechanism of some kind. All right. Is this controlled or risky? I think it's still risky because you've never worked with this kind of thing before. Uh, right. So it might it could take you some time, but risky standard. Risky standard. Got it. Wow. Um, that's a lot of ones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So, yeah, this is... And again, this isn't Gadget being bad. Gadget is very good <laughs> at what Gadget does. This just means that, like, the mechanism to remove it safely is a lot more complicated than you had anticipated. So, yeah, I think you're in a uh, desperate position now. 
and I'm going to, let's see, it was risky. Yeah, I'll tick the clock twice. So it's at five out of six and you're in a desperate position because, you know, if it takes you much longer, it's time's getting pretty short here. Okay. Um, you can resist either of those individually, as always. I'm going to have to resist at least one tick of the clock because I can try doing rig again, but and I'm confident about my stats and rigging, but the way I'm rolling tonight, I'm less confident. <laughs> so let's try resisting how long it takes me to fiddle with this canister. Um, yeah, and this represents like you insight. realizing you realizing that yeah. your uh, approach isn't really working and being like, oh, no, I got to try it this other way. Yeah, sounds like a, that's insight then. Yeah, all right. Okay, so you rolled a four, so you'll take two stress, and uh, the clock rewinds. You're at three out of six again. All right. Um, I'm going to try rigging this one more time. Do I have permission to use a, a gambit? Because we are use, taking up a lot of time getting this canister out of here. Gambit it up. Go for Gambit it, it up. Go, go. All right, gambit spent. Hey, hey, Myriad, can you steady me while... It's on my shoulders. I'm feeling a little, a little. No. Are we still in desperate position, or just down to risky? Uh, this is desperate because you could you could resist that too if you wanted. Because mm. those those are the two consequences: the ticks and the desperate. No, desperate sounds good. All right. Um, do you want a devil's bargain, or push yourself, or get help, or anything? Or oh, nope. I'm. I already rolled. So. Oh yeah. So you did. Uh, okay, so you got a five on a desperate. Desperate rolls mark XP. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Thank you. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes it's good to just leave it. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the choice here because you folks have been fighting so hard not to fill this clock up. Uh, <laughs> I'll either put three ticks on it and have it filled up, or have oh. you take level three harm as something goes wrong as you remove it. Oh no. Oh. So I kind of fast forwarding, thinking ahead. I was thinking because of just how often Nash got hurt last time. It's always good to have a medical bay if we're thinking <laughs> because it helps you heal faster. Um, just thinking ahead if we're taking damages. Okay. Um, I'm actually okay with either consequence. How does everybody else feel narratively? I think it makes sense for you to get level three harm because uh, because we have Augustine who's drunk and carrying you on <laughs> their shoulders. <laughs> level three harm it is. <laughs> okay, so I think what happens here is um, you you finally figure out the way to pop it out. Uh, you. You know, you uh, you get your little tool in there and you level it, lever it out, um, and it, it comes loose. Um, and it, just for a second, like this little uh, panel on the side of it slides open. Uh, you, you know, maybe you you trip that mechanism, and inside you see something that looks like it looks like a tuning fork, just like a metal tuning fork inside. Uh, and then you blink. And the tuning fork is just one, uh, one straight piece of metal, and your hand is your your hand without the power glove is like phased into the capsule. Oh, yeah, uh, it's like it's not like 
it, it's not like your hand is loose in there. It didn't like pop it off, but it is excruciatingly painful. Oh. Level three harm hey. phased hand. <laughs> yeah, phased hand, and you still need to give this capsule to Batcher somehow. <laughs> oh no. I really don't want to give it to Batcher. No. <laughs> Can you? Uh... I've been rather attached to my hand over these years. <laughs> Can you grab the fork out of there somehow? Maybe your hand will come with it. And you can resist as always. <laughs> well, I still have plenty of stress I can spend, so let's let's give this a go. Um, I could see somebody who tinkers around with machinery and electrical devices might know when it's dangerous to fiddle around with mechanical objects so i'm thinking insight sure mm. ah, nuts. okay so you'll take four stress because you got a one a two and a one. Oh. all right that's enough stress for me tonight um <laughs> <laughs> and the harm will drop down to level one harm um struck by lightning yeah no there's just there's some <laughs> lightning in there you got real bad luck uh phased, phased finger yeah, as you were like kind of <laughs> stabilizing yourself on one of on the the column, which had those like white tiles that you know all this structure was built out of, the tile kind of phases into your hand, and you're able to pry it off, but it takes a good patch of skin from your hand on it. So Ooh, you've got ugh. this like really gross like square pattern of just like missing skin on your hand. What uh, the of level one harm? I'll never be a hand model now. <laughs> <laughs> So you got to keep your hand in the in the bubbles. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, uh, the thing will snap back shut again once you uh, manage to get it loose, unless you're specifically trying to like get in there and extract something. Uh, I kind of have established that you know, gadget does not want. If if somebody wants this thing, they can't have it um, mm-hmm. because who knows if that falls in the government's hands or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, would. She'd be reckless enough to try to grab this tuning fork, though. <laughs> this tuning fork that seems to have had something to do with your hand just slightly phasing into uh, a column. I'm thinking that, yeah, I'm going to try to grab this tuning fork, and this might be a terrible idea because I'm like one stress away from getting trauma, but <laughs> it's a it's a thing, and it, if, if Betra wants it, she can't have it. Alright, we've established that she's not part of our crew and I do not trust her. And 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 we said we'd give her the canister. We didn't say we'd give her what's inside of That's it. That's exactly what I'm thinking. That is exactly what I'm thinking. Batra has no idea what's in there. We can just give her the canister. Alright, so how are you extracting this thing? Oh god. Um well I just ripped off some of my skin and I nearly got electrocuted. So I don't think I'm going to be handling this with as much grace as I would if it was more of a controlled situation. Unfortunately, this is going to be prowess. Uh, it's. I mean, if you're trying to pull one over on Batra, like you're, it's that could be Skulk because you're doing it in a sneaky way. Um, skulk, scrap, scramble, help. They're all the same stat for me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you got nothing. Oh, God. Okay, let's... Yeah. All right. Desperate, risky. Uh, You're just grabbing this thing with your hand? Can you grab it with your power glove hand at the very least? That does have less missing skin, so it'd probably be my only free hand. As long as Augustine and Myriad 
you know, it's keeping me nice and steady because I won't be able to oh, like Myriad. hold on to anything to keep myself steady. Myriad said no. Myriad is debating trying to trip uh, Augustine just for the funsies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> hopefully Myriad doesn't do that while I'm grabbing this tuning fork for the next <laughs> few seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, let's do it with my Nintendo Power Glove. Let's Let's All do right. this. So that would be, uh, if you're skulking your way there, uh, I think that would be you're just risky because you're not making that direct skin contact. And yeah, uh, lesser effect, though, because you are needled in the side. Limited. All right. But I don't think you need too much effect here. Mm, oh, no. One no. in the three. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ones tonight. Uh, we were rolling credit last session and here we are oh well nobody's broken out physical dice yet i see that you're struggling and i do not trip augustine (laughs) so i think what happens here is uh batra kind of sees gadget like gadget is many things but subtle is probably not high on the list no, uh, we established that last session, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sees you, like, kind of look, eyes darting around and, like, starting to plunge your hand in there. Um, and uh, as you do, you just feel the... Because she was pretty close. She was talking to you. Uh, the the sh- hammer of her shotgun clicks back. Uh, oh. And she says, now, 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 a deal is a deal. Why don't you just drop that canister right there and stop fiddling around with it? Batra, she's got to fiddle with it to get it loose. It's loose. Is it? Gadget, now you wouldn't be impugning my honor now, would you? (laughs) Drop the canister. I am an honorable business person. This is still yours. Just hand it over. I was calling out Gadget. Oh, sorry, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I plead to the fifth on that comment, Augustine. Um, What's the fifth? (laughs) <laughs> it's Number the one that comes fourth. after the fourth yep <laughs> so yeah she's got you dead to rights um, she wants the canister now gadget what does she do in this position um, I don't think luck's in my cards tonight I really don't <laughs> want to hand her this canister unless somebody else has nace up their sleeve um, I, I think we're screwed on this one <laughs> has she seen what's in it Yep. Batra, she just saw that something was getting fiddled around with. Yeah, Batra saw that the canister came loose and then it looked like uh, it looked like Gadget was starting to kind of reach her hand in there. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. They probably want what's in the canister, too. <laughs> they probably want both the canister and the contents of the canister. Quell <laughs> uh, is going to go up and be like, all right, all right. Yeah, okay. Here, Gadget, just toss it on down. Toss it on down, I'll catch it and hand it on over. It's going to be easier for me to catch it with two hands, Batra, given that yours is attached to your gun. <laughs> Batra's hand isn't attached to her gun. It, uh, it has a little wire leading from her visor to her gun. I meant Gadget tosses over to Quell because Quell was the only one who made any logical sense in that situation. Two hands is more than one hand. <laughs> Quell's going to catch it. Now, Quell... Well, with her her background in history as a market merchant and as a picker, and as a picker who's real good at taking things and pocketing them, mm-hmm. is gonna try and catch it in a way where 
She doesn't know what's in there. She just saw the gadget was trying to fiddle something out of there. She's just going to try and reach in there and grab it. She doesn't freaking know. She's going to grab oh, it God. and pocket it. <laughs> she uh, doesn't know what's going to happen. She's just like, there's something that the gadget wanted to pull out. And uh, I think I got nimble fingers. So I'm going to catch this thing, slip it out in my palm or whatever, into like my little uh, fingerless gloves and uh, hand the thing on over to good old Batra. Okay. Uh, so I think this standoff is taking some time, and I do need to impose some kind of effect from oh. uh, from uh, that failure on a desperate roll. Yeah. Uh, or wait, no, it was only risky, wasn't it? It was only risky. So it was risky. Two ticks on drifting into the blockade, which can be resisted as as always. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and yes, you can try this, but it is it's probably going to be this is going to be uh, quite the move. So I think it's probably desperate for you, especially because you don't have that cool power glove. Nope. I just have like little ratty urchin gloves. I mean, uh-huh. I go I go jump picking. I probably have stuff to protect my hands, but they're probably not that great because I'm a freaking urchin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So what what are you what are you doing to lift this this item? Okay. So uh First of all, where the heck is Lax? Lax was on the little patrol mission that didn't go very well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is what I'm going to try and do. Um, I am going to catch this thing, but I'm going to try and make it look like um, like it's heavier than I expected. And so I kind of have mm-hmm. to like... When it hits me, I'm going to kind of like stumble and twist and look like I'm trying to like catch it and not let it hit the ground. So I fumble with it a little. And as I mm-hmm. fumble with it a little, I'm going to try and uh, pocket, like slip out whatever's in there, like All into right. my into my sleeve or into like one of the many, many pouches on my like <laughs> super beat up cargo pants or even in just the waistband of my pants. Since if I'm catching it, I'm probably catching it around my like guts and midsection. You know, so in the stumbling, I'm kind of like knocking it loose into my pants. Okay. So what approach are you taking? Oh, God. Well, I mean, this sounds like it's going to have to be scramble or uh, skulk, skulk, because I'm trying yeah. to be sneaky and pickpocket something. Yep. And for you, it would be desperate standard because I don't think you're hurt, are you? No, I am not hurt. Okay. I, I, God damn. All right. <laughs> you have to mark XP when you roll desperate. <laughs> so desperate, submit, standard, submit. Is there anything I have that could possibly give me any kind of benefit on this? Yeah, devil's bargain. One one last tick on drifting into the blockade. No, I've and been fighting against again. that so hard. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, let me give you a different one. Um extra heat oh hell yeah i'll take extra heat i'll say, I'll say two extra wants heat to come for me because people are noticing what went on with the with those uh the strange timing of those folks kind of you know just dropping unconscious out front and then you going missing but the beluga still being out there <laughs> oh no uh, little uh, weird I'm- I would be comfortable with taking extra heat. I do want to check with everyone else. I know that, Catherine, you like a little extra heat. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> keeps the game interesting. <laughs> but is everyone else okay with uh, with me taking some extra heat with a devil's bargain? So we I'm can try and it. get this item? <laughs> sure. Actually, you know, you know where the heat comes from? It comes from Batra noticing you doing all this weird stuff with the spirit. That makes more sense. Oh, man, no, because there are some people who are real unfriendly to that. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to click Submit. Are we ready? Ones. It's not no. ones! <laughs> it's not great either. I mean, a four is better than a one. Yep. A four is basically four times better than we've been rolling all night, so I'll take it. That's true. Okay. Let's see. You do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm, a serious complication occurs. Uh, so yeah, I think you managed to pocket it. And two things are going to happen. You're going to take uh, level two harm as your hand kind of trying to think of like what this would do to you in this situation. I think like you grab the you grab the um, tuning fork. It kind of feels like it's attached to your palm. In fact, okay. it is attached to your palm right oh, now. No, no. So oh, no. then that's level two harm uh, because it hurts a lot. Um, but you can just stick your hand in your pocket. You know, she won't notice. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. What I'll, what will do is, yeah. I I I'm already trying to play it up like uh, I'm catching it and it's heavier than I expected to be, so it's kind of knocking me a little off balance. So I'm kind of like you know like taking it in the gut so that I can like my hands can look like they're fumbling to try and grab it while I'm actually slipping my fingers in to slip it out and pocket it. I don't actually know what it is, so yep. I'm about to get a bad surprise. <laughs> uh, so when it attaches my palm in a very painful way, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna yelp and be like, "Oh, I think I caught my finger!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, like uh, Patrick, come get this damn thing! <laughs> okay. Uh, now it is desperate, so I think I'm gonna complete the clock because I only gave you level two harm there. You can resist that if you want. It would be three ticks on it, though. I'm um, going to try and resist it. What do I, I think, resist it with? Well, okay. Uh, tell you what. Tell you what. Uh, <laughs> normally, it would be three ticks, which I would only let you resist down to one, and it would still fill. But since I also gave you the level two harm, I will yeah, say that it's just two ticks. Where do I mark that, ticks. by the way? Where do I mm. mark my harm? Right underneath stress. Um, Underneath stress. Left-hand side. Got it. Right below, like, your... You got it, Eric. Okay, yeah. and I'm going to mark... Fork stuck to hand. There we go. That's my level two more. Yep. Excruciatingly stuck to hand. Yeah. Like Super if you'd painful. licked a like if you'd licked a, a metal pole when it was freezing. Um <laughs> but you didn't you know, it's your hand. Yeah. Thankfully, this is not the first time Quell has had terribly painful things happen in the line of work. But it's not mm -hmm. great, and she is legitimately cursing up a storm as she tells Batra to come get this damn thing, and it wasn't worth the price of it. <laughs> you come get this, Batra. I'm going to kick it across the room to you. Okay, uh, so how are you resisting this extra uh, time of the, the standoff? You know what? I am going to try to use warded. I'm going to really hope that I can use my special armor to resist the consequence. This is obviously not a way attack, but maybe this is an artifact? Um, that would help for you not getting hurt. 
and not the clock. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Sorry. Because the, <laughs> the clock is kind of more <laughs> coming from, you know, Batra. Oh. Well. Darn. Uh, I'm just trying to think of ways I could, like, have it take less time. I mean, obviously, dropping something isn't particularly fast or isn't particularly slow. And I'm trying to think if there's any way I can use, like, my way to uh, just grab something. Probably not, huh? I think this also kind of just represents things working out in your favor. But right now, you don't have any gambits to spend. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be a gambit. It would be me special uh, spending my special armor. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then maybe I can use some of my special armor to at least not have horrible friggin' arm of a fork stuck to my hand. You one hundred percent can do that. <laughs> if you spend it, then that harm will just go away because it would reduce it by two. Nice. I'm spending my special armor, and the fork that would have been stuck to my hand is now <laughs> safely tucked in my pants. Yep. And I still uh, do the whole, I think I caught my finger in this. You come mm-hmm. get this damn thing, Dash, and we need to hurry. Or else none of us are going to be leaving here with anything that our uh, respective employers want. Okay. So that's probably resolve to resist, uh, you know, to speed things along, you know, and have her <laughs> not question why you just uh, needed to handle it yourself. Especially, I might even say, like, Dash, you got a faster way out of here because we are burning the midnight oil. Sure. All right. So resolve. Yep. If that's what you want to do. Yep. But I'm doing no bonus dice, right? Um. Uh, no, I don't <laughs> think so. All right. So I gained two more stress. Uh, you got a four on the roll just now. Yep. Yep. So you'll get two more stress. All right. Well, I'm super stressed, and it is time for us to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And she looks at you, and she's uh, you as you toss the canister over, and she kind of hefts it under her arm like a football. Uh, slightly larger than a football, but not too much larger. Um, and she says, yeah, sure. Come with me. Uh, you can you can come out of the way I blew open. Uh, <laughs> you go in front. What? You are it's biggest. it's not that far, and I'm not letting you shoot me in the back. <sighs> Fine, I'll go in front, but people are going to be following behind you. Let's all go. <laughs> we don't have time to dither about this. <laughs> Somebody right. carry Augustine. No. <laughs> I don't think anybody is capable of carrying me. I just stumble along. Oh no. So yeah, as you go, um you actually uh the this cavern dips down and you see that the way that uh, Batra got in was actually um by using the ship's cannons to blow a chunk out of the cave floor. Uh, mm-hmm. And the, her her ship, the Easy Operator, is hovering underneath. Uh, nice. And she, she kind of stands over the edge and makes a hand signal to somebody in the uh, in the uh, operator's cabin or whatever you'd call it. <laughs> the helm is that what you call it? Um, <laughs> and she says, "Go ahead, jump on down. We'll take you to your ship." Oh hell no! I'm not <laughs> stupid. <laughs> It's not stupid. <laughs> oh, she kind of shrugs her shoulders and she's like, well, you could walk, but. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. Like, this is 
Quell is damn sure that this is a bad idea, but she is going to turn over to wiser if drunker minds on this one. <laughs> Augustine, in his drunk glory, is still, I still have confidence in him. I actually think this will help us more because, you know, when you're that good level of inebriated and you just become an extra smooth talker, like the, Augustine's in his element. I believe in you. Help us. So Augustine just tips his hat to her and jumps. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. All right. Yeah, you jumped out onto the uh, the deck of the easy operator. And I think um, you can kind of see up into the cabin above. You see that there's another form up there. It seems like Batra doesn't work alone, but they're not, like, coming down to greet you or anything. Uh, and nothing happens. Batra just kind of looks at you and says, like, well, what are you waiting for? Uh, in the distance, Augustine, or not even in the distance, around you, you can see um, uh, ships. And in fact, I think you see um, these kind of large, like, uh, they're really big. They've got big, big engines on them. They're like kind of like tugboats, and they're firing harpoons at the island. Oh, um, okay. And they're. it seems like they're trying to, like, hold it in place. Damn it, I said island again. It's a land bird. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yes, the the blo- some of the blockade ships are like trying to restrain it. Um, or I'm sorry, no, you're not in the blockade yet. No, you're not in no. the blockade yet. You so you don't see them firing yet. You see them arming their cannons. They're uh, in the distance. You're close, but you're not in the blockade. Well, Quell is very much of the mind that it is better the devil you know than the devil you don't, and she knows she can elude Batra if she has to. But she is not about to be on this land bird when it gets harpooned. So she's got her busted uh, glow lamp in one hand that she threw at Batra because she scooped it up on the way out because it was right there. And uh, the skull in the other one, and she just hops down, hoping for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you can all hop down to the ship. uh, And as soon as Batra lands, uh, you know, she jumps down last. Uh, She just kind of makes like a... Let's uh, kind of like a circling gesture. You've seen that she's making like a lot of gestures to whoever's in the cabin. It seems like they have some kind of a system worked out. Uh, and uh, she hollers out, bring them up around top. Got to take them to their ship. I keep my word. And she uh, she grins at you all. Uh, and the, the easy operator kind of like pulls around the Landberg underside. And I think that's when you get a nice view of the uh, the blockade looming uh, very close on the horizon and the 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 reverent assemblage beyond it, uh, you know, also also looming large, but still, you know, kind of like the color of the sky a little bit, still a little far away. Um, and I think as you pull overhead, the camp is uh, rapidly being struck. Not Vert's camp, the Indigo Analytics people. They're like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> come on up, come on up. Uh, but the uh, Junkers Guild camp is being struck. They're getting they're getting everything together because they'd rather get out of Dodge than have to deal with all the paperwork. Um, but I think you could probably, uh, you know, as your ship flies overhead, uh, how do you want to do this? Do you want to just jump out and, like, make a break for it? Batra seems to be helping you out for the moment. If she can fly right over our ship so we can jump on it, that'd be great. And um, were we supposed to help the Junkers here get the item, or were we to deliver that back? 
I thought we were bringing the lift core to the junkers. Oh, the junkers are all over. So, And that's where I can't remember if we were supposed to give it to the ones here or try and deliver it someplace in particular. Well, originally we came here to give them supplies, right? That was a cover-ish. Well, <laughs> we're also finding out why they lost contact with the main office. But that, that's pretty well established at this point. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, I think you could try to jump down, or you could uh, and do some business with, you know, for Gasket. But I think uh, it probably makes sense that at some point, you know, time being so limited, that they would have said, in the event that you're not able to deliver it to them by hand, you could take it to the Junkers Guild uh, headquarters in Dime. I think that'd probably be the best situation right <laughs> now with the the blockade at hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds sensible. Alright, so it will swoop down and you can all jump down uh, and Batra will lean over the railing and actually I think right before you're about to jump down, Quell, you hear Batra speak up from behind you and she says, don't forget about this. And she uh, drops the pouch in your hand. Uh, and she says, we still have business you and me, but uh, this took precedence. Uh, Quell holds the pouch to her her ear, shakes it to see if it gives a little jingle, and says, Oh, I'm sure we'll cross paths again. You've probably got some kind of tracking unit in this or something. (laughs) Oh, 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 okay, we not bring that with us? (laughs) Uh, Batra just shakes her head. I don't need a tracking beacon to keep tabs on you. You make that job pretty easy. Yeah, you say that, but you haven't managed to snag me yet. In due time, my dear. Now it looks like uh, you got a dance to get to. And uh, Quell hops off and gets onto her ship because she is ready to go. She does not want to get. She does not want to be here when we run into those that barricade, that blockade. Yeah, Augustine is already at the helm, firing things up. All right. So I think we could probably abstract your escape to one uh, one roll here. If everybody's good at just piling in and getting the heck out of here. Um, if you were in the blockade, it probably would have been desperate. But you're not, so I think it's. I think you've got time. I think this is probably uh, if you're helming, uh, controlled standard. For me, for you, yeah. Minus one die because I'm woozy. <laughs> yes, but you can always push yourself to ignore the bet, the uh, impact of a of a wound if you want. Is it nope? Because that would put me into trauma. Oh, well. <laughs> Somebody could help you. Would you like some help, my drunk friend? Just just help steady my hand on the way out here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't want to hit the trees. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so one bonus die. Yep. Two stress. Ah, all the ones. Mm-hmm. But we got a five. Yeah, but there's a five there. Thank you for the hand. That's the important part. <laughs> All right, control. You hesitate, withdraw a different approach, or else do it with a minor consequence, minor complication occurs, yada yada. So I think what happens here is um, in the uh, in the time it takes you to uh, pull up and out, uh, Bert kind of notices, you know, how what a hurry you all were in, and the fact that you just got dropped off by a bounty hunter, uh, which is kind of <laughs> weird. So I'm just going to give you an extra heat, <laughs> which you can resist if you want. 
So is my is Vert still an influential friend, or should I mark them down now? <laughs> uh or should we leave that to to see on the next encounter with them how it plays out? Let's say influential frenemy. Uh, <laughs> somebody you definitely know, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say if you're sure whether he's on your side or not. Can you bark both of the arrows? I don't think you can. No, but I put frenemy in parentheses in Okay, in good. <laughs> All right, yeah, and uh, as the beluga pushes off uh, from its its landing gear and starts retracting, uh, you know, the, sending the, uh, the the tents flapping, uh, the tents that haven't been struck yet, uh, you you punch out from over the the surface of the landberg of of dig one twelve, uh, and let's let's look at the map. Yeah, you're making your way to Dime, so you can just uh, kind of skirt around the circumference of the uh, of the blockade, and you see in the distance the the ships starting to fire their harpoons like giant giant harpoons that sink into the into the earth as they're trying to uh, restrain it. Um, but that is long behind you. Uh, you've, you've made it out. How much uh, was half of what? What's in the back, Quell? Yeah, so you all gather around uh, Quell. You've got the little bag there. Mm-hmm. Quell tosses it on the table and says, I have no idea. Take a look. <laughs> Okay, Gadget has to study this. Is there a tracking device? <laughs> <laughs> There's no real risk here. Um, so I'll just say that, you know, Gadget is very good at finding tracking devices, I would imagine. <laughs> there is nothing that strikes you as a tracking device in this bag. However, the currency in it is not like anything you've ever seen. Um, just from the value of the metals alone, uh, you figure it's probably worth about four credits. So, or cred or whatever. Which, as she said, was half of her payout. So, not bad. But yeah, these this is some strange coinage. Oh, and I think in the distance, uh, you even saw a Batra's ship dipping into a clown, ba- clown bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. Dipping into a cloud bank, like, uh, like she did before, like they did before, and heading in the direction of the, uh, of the river and assemblage. Just gonna do some blockade running. Well, leave it to Batra to pay us in coin that uh, may or may not be usable out here. <laughs> You're pretty confident that you could uh, you could get some value out of these. They'll they'll be worth about four credits to you. But yeah, you might need to go through a couple extra. You'll probably get us some funny looks, but nobody will be able to deny that you know it's some it's some valuable materials. We, yeah. We've done enough smuggling that we know how to make money work. Mm-hmm. But even with all the smuggling we've done, we've never really seen currency like this, right? Nope. Uh, if anybody wants to try to gather information about it or something real quick, or like make a fortune roll based on if your character would know anything about it. Sure. Yeah, that might be something Augustine knows. Augustine's <laughs> kind of traveled. Uh, how many dice? Um, or just, just fortune? Do I tell it how many? I think you would probably use your, you could probably use your consort because, you know, it would have come up in, in your years of rubbing elbows and then, yeah, just use that as a risky standard. So on a four, yeah, you can tell that this is the, this is coinage from the Reverend Assemblage. 
it's not common, but it's not completely unheard of because there has been some contact, just not much of it. Mm. Do you tell us that? Yeah. So then Batra's contact, her employer, is from the Reverend Assemblage? Well, and that's an interesting thing because, you know, any of the uh, lift cores, when they get close to the assemblage, they stop working. So how are things coming in and out? Well, uh, something that didn't come up, but that you would know, I think all of you would know, is that in the old days before skyships became standard, people were able to get between Landberg and Landberg. It was just really dangerous because they rode the sky rivers. They like they sailed on the sky rivers. So there is some potential for commerce there. It's just a lot harder. That's sneaky, sneaky fox. Using I already didn't trust her. Hey, you got your money. Yeah. We and did. also you screwed her over. <laughs> <laughs> we did, in fact, uh, get our, our money. And we're going to get more when we sell this old lift core to the junkers. And we will not sell the uh, masthead. That is that we are keeping that. We are giving that to our our friend here although we will probably want to flash it just to show that we have proof that this is in fact solomon purple's vintage lift core <laughs> authentic all right so let's uh yeah i think we'll do it the same as last time where you can get to dime uh we'll save downtime and everything for next session Okay. But just real quickly, we'll be able to play out the uh, the payoff and upkeep and entanglements. So you can get to Dime successfully. I think for the core itself, the Junkers Guild is kind of interested in it, but they mostly are like like artifacts, not stuff from the history of Skyships. So they'll probably give you like two, two credit for it. This is practically an artifact. Uh, yeah, but it's not from the before times. You know, they they know how lift cores work, as much as anybody knows. Two is still two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I say, you know, there was some old timber in there too, but I figured you weren't in the market for that. <laughs> and they've they're whoever like busy. Uh, I imagine that they've probably got like little stalls that people come up to to like mm-hmm. hand things off, uh, and whichever person you you registered that with and. And, you know, told them that you were there on behalf of four was like, oh, yeah, timber, timber. No, don't want timber. Thanks. Anyway, next. <laughs> uh, and some other little urchin junk picker kind of is <laughs> jockeys to come up behind you and start dropping off their uh, their fines. That's a good, good kid. I might uh, even if I have like any snacks or anything left over from our time on the uh, where was the last place we were at? It was like the South Tower and everything. Uh, Gypsum Heights. Yeah, if I have any like little snackies from from Gypsum Heights, I go ahead and I uh, slip one to the little urchin with a wink. I've been there. <laughs> I know exactly what that's like. <laughs> they immediately bite it, like both because they're hungry and to make sure it's real. Oh. <laughs> they don't look like they're starving. You know, they look like they're they they've probably got somewhere to to go at night. But uh, yeah, they they like the jerky. They've probably eaten um, some rats. You know the feeling. Yeah, you know. Who among us can truly say that we have not eaten some rats? <laughs> um, 
All right. <laughs> so payoff is done. Uh, you got a total of six credits from that, so pretty good. Uh, you can divvy that up as you see fit. Let's see, the Beluga has one one credit in its little storage right now. We want to do one each and two to the ship. I think that sounds good. Yeah. Okay, works for me. Uh, heat, after a job or conflict, the group takes heat in the system the job took place. Let's see, completely quiet, others blame for zero. I think it was the job itself was probably pretty low exposure because I already factored in the two, you got a total of four heat from the other things. So I think I'm just going to add one more heat. We're pretty heated. <laughs> so you're at six out of eight in the turn ward. Mm, I'm actually going to bump that up to seven out of eight, but you're still you're still not at one at level one. So that's good. And now we roll entanglements. So I'll make a quick fortune roll. All right, you got a two. Your wanted level is zero. Ooh, unquiet black. Hmm. How does that translate for us? I think I'll just write down the fact that we had that, and I'll manifest that next next session. That makes sense. Excellent. And the last thing is to decide if you want to do upkeep on your ship. Or if you want to uh, let it ride for a little bit and save your money. It costs one to do upkeep on your ship. And, uh, yeah, because it's paid at the start of every downtime. And if we don't, then... Then things could go wrong. Yes, parts of your ship could break. It, it could be fine. But the more times in a row that you skip paying upkeep, the more it's likely that it will uh something will go wrong i don't normally say this but i think we should play it safe we've got the coin <laughs> yeah better to do it now when we have it yep you'll stay stay flying for another few weeks uh you pay the coin and you can you know whatever little parts need replacing you can find in the markets of dime pretty easy mm -hmm.